Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is the His Cape Not Yours podcast. This is a podcast where we have discussions regarding the daily challenges of millennials as they begin to and or strengthen their walks with Jesus Christ. This is Brandon Merchant, the main host. I'm back. Uh, guys, it's been a little while uh, since I got on here. So uh, bear with me. Uh, bear with uh, what's going on right now. Just like everywhere else in society, we're trying to bear with what's going on. So I hope y'all can bear with me. Uh, we're making a return uh, right now. It's just going to be myself. I know it's usually myself and uh, my illustrious co-host, uh, Patrick. But um, given the circumstances, you know, we definitely wanted to continue uh, to get you guys some good knowledge, some good application for your lives so that you're not lacking in this time of really need. I think um, if I can speak for myself and maybe everybody else, um, if you can agree with me, is that uh in this time we have, it's a lot of time of reflection. It's a lot of time of um, really just trying to understand kind of what's going on, not just with the world around us, but also with the world that's going on uh, within our lives. And uh, it's a time to reflect. And I hope that in this time that you do spend, you know, tuning in, those of you were, um, that are on the IG live right now, I'm under uh, right now, my personal page, uh, that's Brandon B-R-A-N-D-A-N underscore merchant. And uh, for those of you that do get this, uh, once it's put out on the uh, podcast page, pages, the various podcast pages that we do have. So, you know, without further ado, um, let's definitely get into some prayer before we start the episode. Uh, so, dearly Father, we come to you right now thanking you for this time that we all get to come together and really just hear from you. I know that I'm a vessel. Uh, I am not responsible for the words that are coming, uh, but it is you that is going to get a message to somebody who needs to hear this today. And I just pray that it be a blessing um, unto anybody who listens and it be a blessing to me, really, uh, also as it's uh, being put out uh, through me, Father. And that's all these things I pray right now in your heaven, in your son's name, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So, um, you know, the, the topic... Um, if you saw my page, I shared it today, a uh, topic that's kind of been just widely discussed for some time now is really the topic of success, right? And success, it, it means a lot of different things to different people. Um, you can uh, retroactively go ahead and just, you know, if you see it on my page, again, this is the under the Brandon underscore merchant page. Um, if you go on there, um, I did pose a question about what do you guys think of when you think of success and failure and you know the success term is something that we all want to reach we'll get to failure in a little bit but success it's used to describe what I would say is the level of achievement that each and every one of us personally want to reach right um, for some of us that could mean getting a nice car uh, that could be you know providing for our families um, getting to a comfortable place where we can own some property um, all different things. It looks like a bunch of different things, but I think that's really what, uh, holistically that term success really encompasses. So I, so what I want to do with that is I want to kind of redefine where we're getting the source of what we consider to be success in that. Um, and I believe just on the back end, kind of getting to what I referenced earlier is that we can't really answer what success is without understanding what failure is either, because you'll fail. We, we consider failure pretty much missing success. But see, it's funny because they have a, a really 
I wouldn't say crazy, but it does have a certain dichotomy to it because one can't exist without the other. So to really understand both of them, we have to understand we have to understand uh, what each means by itself. So, um, you know, like I said, feel free to comment on the page too on the live um, right now. If you have any thoughts about what success means to you, feel free to just drop it in there. Uh, definitely shot you out. We, I, I definitely would appreciate it. Um, and then, you know, we can kind of take it from there. But uh, like I said, success is uh, widely used to describe the level of achievement all of us want to, to want to meet. And then failure to get to that point is more times than not uh, a reflection of an inability for us to meet the expectation that we have had for ourselves um, or something that's been presented by somebody else, to be honest with you. Um, how many times do people set expectations for us at our jobs? Um, just in life, you know, we have our parents, you know, and, um, other mentors and people like that, that really set, you know, potential for us. They, they tell us, you know, you have the potential to do this. You have the opportunity to do this, but when it's not met potentially in the way that they see it needs to be met or the way that you feel like you need to meet certain expectations, then that's when it can kind of turn into a situation now where you're saying, okay, I failed at this. And, you know, a lot of times failure is not all be always just solely based on the end result. Right. And failure to me is when you are not able to put forth an effort anymore, because is it really failure? Right. If somebody is chasing after their dreams or their goals but the results aren't getting there. They're they're somehow perfecting the pathway to get to success, but the results don't actually mean that. So, give you an example that I'm sure a lot of us has kind of have kind of come across at some point, maybe, um, or maybe even just know people like this is you know people that go to college. They go to college. They study for years and years. You know they go to med school, law school, potentially, and what it mean what what it means for them is okay if i'm able to go through all these different qualifications and get my name uh some significance of some sort then it's supposed to translate into the result of me being a doctor or me being uh a medical professional and you know have my name out there and everything like that but it let's say it doesn't turn into that which i'm saying we all know somebody or maybe you are that person that's done all those things that should equal success, but it's not happening. So that's what I mean when I say you've done all the things that you needed to do successfully to prepare for what we would consider success to be in the results, but the results don't get there. So somehow we're not successful, right? And that's where God comes in because God is not somebody who just wants to fulfill every last desire that we have because he realizes that our desires for success may be based on things that don't really define it. You know, at one point in my life, I thought success was, you know, going on vacations, being able to travel wherever I wanted to. Um, and it's still a dream of mine, but I've realized now that that's not what solidifies what success is, is being able to travel and do everything that I want, but it's, able, it's being able to change somebody's life in the, in the journey. Because a lot of times we find success not 
in the result, but in the journey. And when we kind of get that perspective more, it opens ourselves to to understand that failure is is really giving up because God has a mission for everybody's life. He has a purpose for everybody's life. But the more that we try to see, and I and I was reading this last night in my devotional time, it said we don't find success or we don't, you know, we don't find um, what God's plan is for our lives. We, we discover it because it's already been written. So the more we try to tailor what success really means when it's already been written on our lives, it can create a false sense of failure. And so that's what I'm trying to get to you is that failure is not just not meeting a certain result because that result might not be intended for you, but the journey is, but the journey is, but the result is not because, because you thought that you were going to get all these different things. God can, he can take somebody who went to med school for all those years and put them in a completely different direction. But, and that doesn't mean that they've somehow been a failure. They've somehow not accomplished anything in life because they did all this work and it didn't yield the result that they feel that they should have gotten from it. Um, and I hope that that challenges you to say to yourself that it's not just about what you feel like you want to do in life. It's about what God has planned for your life. Because when you have God as the center, he has all the plans already written. If you look at Jeremiah 29, 11, that's a very um, well-referenced uh, verse, I would say. But that speaks so many volumes to um, if you really want to redefine success in your life um, and really align it properly uh, with where God is really trying to lead you. Um, so uh, I know I kind of went over it just a little bit, but uh, again, just to kind of touch on it, worldly values analyze that the results of your journey are the difference between you succeeding and you failing. And again, like I said before, if you want to take this down for maybe notes or something just to refer to results like other parts uh, of the journey is just that a part. And I can tell you from experience that if you look at success or failure based on that, you will find yourself disappointed. Um, and it's, it'll be a consistent disappointment because it's it's just based on what you have as your idea of success. Um, so what does the Bible say? Right. Then and I think that's the main thing that we want to kind of wrap up in is that there's in the, there's different passages in the Bible, right? It doesn't specifically say, Hey, this is success. This is success. It has different parts because I think we can all agree that success. It doesn't really, um, arise in just one aspect of our lives. It's, it's made up of a bunch of different aspects. Um, there's a, a pie chart. Um, I think it was a couple episodes ago. I'm not too sure of which episode it was in, but myself and Pat talked about how at our church at Change Church, they have a, it's like a pie graph when you first become a member, when they put you through um, the first class and it breaks up the different aspects of life that define really where we as a church are trying to make our impact. It talks about it relationally. It talks about it, um, uh, financially, um, physically. So there's a bunch of different things. So, and, and that's where I'm trying to allude that the Bible doesn't specifically, you know, have it as one thing, but it's a collective body of different things of life. And so in these next few episodes, 
Um, I'm sure if you've seen my story today, it says this is part one. We're going to go into different aspects of what living a successful life really means. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, called the Success Chronicles because it, it, it it's a full body of what it means to be successful in certain areas, in different areas of life. Um, and another thing I just want to put out there is if I don't know if anybody has heard this before, because I for some reason, I don't know why, but. I never really heard heard it presented like this until I was uh, at a man cave um, by, uh, you know, my pastor, Dr. Darius Daniels. He's a great, great, great resource for just making the word plain. But he in one session talked about how Jesus is the ultimate example of what it means to be a successful man or just even success in general, because he was able to take what God, he was the embodiment of God, right? So since he was the embodiment of God, he was able to apply all these different teachings to his life. Therefore, he's a walking example of that. The man lived, it, it's been over 2000 years now uh, ago, and we still talk about him to this day. You don't, we don't talk about a man for that long unless he's, you know, success, unless he's successful. I don't see a reason why we would talk about somebody for that long. Um, I can't think of a lot of reasons. You know, if you have a different one, then, you know, you tell me. But um, that's the uh, embodiment of what success is. So if you ever want to, you know, I'm actually myself in uh, the Bible right now reading about all the different accounts in Matthew, uh, Luke. And uh particular, I'm in John right now, but um, just reading about all the different accounts of who Jesus was. And the one thing that I'm taking from it right now is that. Jesus didn't see success as accomplishing uh, a, a law. You know, if you look at a lot of the examples, it was um, biblical figures, uh, Pharisees. They were these were leaders of the, uh, you know, Israelites or the uh, Jewish communities at the time that would be so hard pressed to make sure that they were abiding by certain laws. But it was to the point where it was flawed. And what that's been teaching me is that. It's not just about the results, because if you if again, uh, if you look, look at a story that that uh, you can think back to it, at least I can think back to is one where uh, they were about to stone this woman because they found out that she had committed adultery and they were about to stone her. But Jesus saw it more effective to not obey what the law had commanded. And to a lot of them at the time, it was like, well, how how can you not? do this like that's not that's not right that's not what god put us here for but it's like god put us here for reasons bigger than the results he put a, he put you here for more than just getting to a result so if you got if you hear if you hear from more than just getting to a result you have to understand that your journey is going to really i believe that's what really sets you apart i mean if you think about it because there's so many people that do different things. There's other people that do podcasts just like I do. There's other people that um, I don't know what everybody's career professions are, but there's other writers. There's other uh, people that blog. There's other people that uh, preach. There's other people that you know, are doctors. There's a bunch of people that have all the same results. But I think what makes people stand out and and if you look at it is is the method by which God gets them there. Some people had to go through those expectations and other people didn't. Some people have had to go to school to get to a certain result. And God said, no, I'm going to make something out of it because that person trusted in me. 
that person trusted in me and they knew that I was the difference. It wasn't all these other things that the world dictates that you have to do to be successful. They just saw that they had to follow me. And that's what Jesus did while he was here. He followed God. He didn't follow standards that were set by man. He said, I'm going to follow what the Lord who created me for my purpose and knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb was going to create me for. So to be successful, it's not to it's it's to to look at what others are doing, but it's not to say that you are going to be a success because you follow what the world says that you have to do in order to meet that standard. Um, and I think a lot of times, especially within our millennial generation, we're so starving for success that we're willing to kind of do anything and everything, even if that means going off on a different path than what God had intended us for. So that was that was just kind of just some thoughts that I had um, in regards to, you know, alluding that Jesus, what Jesus is, it always will be the ultimate testament of what it means to be successful while you are here on Earth. Um, so we're going to jump right now into the main topic. Um, but before I before I do that, I actually have one more question I, I want to actually pose to everybody is can you truly experience success without failure? Right. Because as men. Right. So Jesus was the ultimate example. We just talked about that. Now, us as humans, we are flawed in our ways. We will always be flawed in our ways. That's just the nature of the human uh, of the human race. That's just that's always how it's going to be. However, we're able to experience a success because God sent Jesus here so that we can be forgiven for all the things that we have done so that we have new life constantly. If you think about it, we all we, we sin in one way or another and nothing is greater than the next. But that doesn't mean that it has to stop you. And kind of alluding back to what I was saying before, remember what I said? Failure is not an, an, a result base. It's, it's an effort based thing. So if you give up, then yes, I, I, you can say that you have failed because you have not stayed with what you said that you were going to believe in, you know? And the thing is, when we have failures and we experience, you know, quote unquote, what failures are, which is like an unmet expectation, then it puts you in a situation where you're either going to continue to believe or you're going to give up. And so the question has to be, are you going to believe or are you going to give up? And I think that's where it puts you in a situation where you can say, you know what, this, this, and this, and this happened to me, but I still continued to give my best effort, regardless of what was happening to me. And so another question, again, just if you want to write it down, just as something just to refer back to yourself when you're on this journey is, have you considered that your unmet expectations could be redirection for your success? Could the could the things that you're considering to be failures actually be pushing you closer to what you want? You see, we always say we want success, right? We want all these things like we want, again, the house, the nice cars. And, you know, we want to have millions of dollars sitting in our bank accounts. And, and that's all great. I have no problem with that. You know, God said he would give give life and give it abundantly while we trust him. But the problem is, is that we we reserve trusting God for the only those times when the results are seen. So if the results aren't seen, are you still going to give God the praise and you still going to trust God the same way? Because the things that he 
didn't allow to happen are actually pushing you closer to what you asked for in the first place. Um, I, I know for me, for example, think about this is I would, you know, ask God for uh, prayer. I would pray for God to give me patience. And I'm thinking, you know, if you, you know, logically and, you know, what maybe popular culture would say, if God, if you ask for something, God is going to give it to you. Now, that didn't that wasn't what happened. When I prayed for for patience, he gave me situations that actually forced me to be patient. So it was actually, again, an unmet expectation that actually redirected me to what I asked for. And so think about that when, you know, you maybe have a loan that gets denied or you have uh, something that goes wrong in this walk towards success. When you have something that goes left to ask yourself, do you want really want to be successful? Because if you look at a lot of people that, you know, we consider to be successful, they had frequently a lot of times where it was either they had to continue believing or they or they gave up. And the difference really between being successful and being failure is really believing whether you choose to believe or you just or you just choose to drop it. Which one will you decide to do, though? That's what you have to ask yourself. So with that being said, today's focus in terms of, you know, attaining success is really is geared toward career um, and, you know, uh, business ambitions that you guys may have. Um, I know a lot of people, again, our generation, millennials, um, we're, we're getting off that nine to five train, you know, um, <laughs> I know myself, you know, it's been something we all, I always talk about is I don't want to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. You know, I don't want to, you know, stay, stay here, work for this corporation for 40 years. That's not what the plan is. I don't want to do that at all. But the question you have to ask yourself again is, 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 are you, when you say that you want to do that, right? Are you going to do it because you want just to attain money out of it? You want to just get, you know, rich out of it? Or are you trying to do something bigger than just money? Uh, we had an episode, um, I believe it's the second episode in, um, that talks about, um, it, it's titled More Money or More Purpose. And I think that's the question before you try to tell yourself that you want to pursue, you know, maybe a different career or maybe you start a business or do that thing that you, you know, said you've been on your mind for years. Ask yourself, are you chasing the financial, just the financial aspect of it? Or are you or are you chasing everything that comes with it? Because too often we look at just the results of what we want to get as being the only reason why we choose to take a step. And the thing is, you have to understand that when you take a risk, there are things that are going to come with it. There are sacrifices that are going to have to be made in order for you to elevate. And, you know, again, when it comes to your dream or vision, you have to seek God just like anything else. You have to seek God and see if that is aligning with what he has for your life. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to take a risk in my life anymore that doesn't involve God saying that this is what I, what I need to do. I don't know about anybody else, but that's what my thought process is. It, it's completely different when you're trying to attain something based on what the world has told you that you need to do to get something as opposed to trusting God when you're doing that. Because it's right now, because at that point, you're not running a two a one man race. You're running a two man race. Because and you run you will run that for the rest of your life. I firmly believe that. 
And if God placed that purpose in you and placed that career mindset in you and placed that in you, he has it there for a reason. He has it there because it's not going to fail because that's what he had planned for you. And so, you know, you have to think about that and think if think is that going to um, be the motivation behind what you're trying to pursue in your career or your entrepreneurial ambitions? Or is it just going to be a situation where you're just going to chase after the money? Because, see, money will come and money will go. So if you're expecting money to hold you down, then I'm already telling you that you're starting out wrong. It can't just be to get a profit. It can't be for that. It has to be bigger than that. And once you realize, once you see that it's bigger than that, then you got to seek God. So when you seek God, <clears throat> again, to see what if that aligns with what he wants, we have to look at why we were created, right? So the purpose, if we really want to get to it, everybody is trying, everybody, all of us, you know, we definitely feel, I feel that everybody has a unique purpose to why they're created. But I think there's one purpose that we all share that can be leveled if you really want to look at it for anything that we do in life. Is this going to praise, give God praise and spread his word? How can that business idea, how can that career move that you're doing, that you're going to make, give God praise, give you an opportunity to trust God more if you think about it. And then also, is it going to put you in a position to spread God's word? Those are two things three things if you really want if you count the trusting God part um those are three main things that all of us have for creation those are the perp that's the purpose for our creation that each and every one of us shares so I don't care if you you know tell yourself that you were created for you know to be a doctor or be a lawyer that's great but how can how is that how is you getting to that position going to allow you to do those three things I think that's those are three questions that you should ask yourself when you're seeking God about this idea, you know, in order for it to become a success is, is this going to be an opportunity for me to trust God, for me to give him praise and for me to spread his word? And so and then the last part, excuse me, is is the method or the goal something that has not been tapped into? And this is the hard part that we kind of sometimes don't want to face. Right. We don't want to face that this is going to be something that nobody has tried before, that nobody has done before, because it's scary, right? Um, when you don't have an example to go off of, it can kind of discourage you from doing what God placed you here to do. But what if God designed you specifically to do something that nobody else has done before? What if that's why he put this on your heart to do? Why all these years you've been working this nine to five, all these years you've been trying to be comfortable. But God's saying, I need you to be uncomfortable so that I can make you comfortable. You've been trying to make yourself comfortable for years, trying to stay secured, trying to stay where you feel like you need to be instead of going where he's been calling you. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, don't let the fact that nobody has ever tapped into that discourage you or take you away from that because that's what the enemy wants he wants to he wants to discourage you because he wants to get you as far away from accomplishing what god's will for your life is so um it's funny a couple weeks ago um if you look at youtube go on youtube again i'm referring back to pastor darius daniels you can find him on youtube and facebook 
he did a sermon um, in this recent series that he did called uh, Heart Attack. And it was talking about the story of Esther and how um, she was in a situation like this where he was called. He was trying to make her king or excuse me, he was trying to make her queen rather. And she was not, she was afraid of what would come with that, how it would be affected, um, how her life would be changed. Um, she's how she was called to doing something that she's never she's never even imagined before. And it's a, a, a route that nobody has ever taken before. Um, I encourage whoever is struggling with maybe tapping into that. Maybe you're afraid of tapping into what God has called you to do because it's something different, because he's going to do a new work. Read that story. And I guarantee you that that will open your eyes and you'll you'll be able you'll see how how Esther came out of success. She came out of success. I can tell you that right now. Uh, but um, so those are just some some things to ask yourself as you are um, getting yourself together and really trying to figure out what success really means and what you're chasing after. Um, and, you know, I had a story the other day, right, as well. This uh, this is just another thing maybe to drop on you guys that could be useful. Um, I think the other part of it is is doing it right. Failure of not to we're thinking that we we're not going to be able to do what God wanted us to do the right way. Right. And see, and that's where we fail, because we were putting all that pressure on ourselves to have to do it right. To have to get it right the first time, I can tell you for a fact, me personally, I'm always the person. Look, if somebody at a job or anything gives me some instructions, I'm like, listen, I'm trying to get this done the right way. So I don't have to keep going back and forth, back and forth, you know. And uh, sometimes it's really not even out of fear. Really, it's just out of preference. I, I want to get this right the first time. But there's certain tasks that you're going to have to yield to God for in order to get it right. And there's times he has to humble us. So you're going to get it. You're not going to get it right the first time. It's going to take two or three times for you to do it for it to get right. So what I was saying is that it, and it was in my um, my personal story that I shared uh, on the, my Brandon Merchant page. The other day is um, in order to do something right, you have to do it first, because if you, even if you look at the sentence breakdown and do it right, do it comes before the word right. And so I think we should just take out that right part and just say, do it, because when you do it, that's when you'll find that there's way there's different ways to get it right. You can get it wrong. You can get it left. You can do it all these different ways before you get it right. But don't let that last part of a set of the sentence stop you from doing the first part. I think that's the difference. Again, going, going back to what success really is and what failure really is. Success is not based on the end result. If we look at the sentence, it's the same concept. Right is at the end of the sentence for a reason. You have to do it first to get it right. You have to. Walk your path in order to walk the right path. You have to live life in order to live it right. And you have to take risks sometimes that come with you. Take the risks that sometimes come with that because there's there's more joy on the back end. There's more joy on the back end. There's more to come on the back end. But the question is, are you trying to convince yourself that it should always be what you want in the journey and even at the end? Because at the end, maybe you, if you do, watch this. Sometimes God uses the journey 
to change our expectation of the result. Because sometimes we think that when we get the result, we're going to have so much joy, so much peace because we have this desired result of of our lives, of our business ventures um, to really pan out so much that we lose sight of what he was actually doing in the journey. And so the only way you actually get it right is to actually get the is to actually go through the journey. So open that business, start a website, you know. Start getting products together. If, if you believe that God really has you to do something with something that nobody has ever used before to get his to get his name out there, to get his name involved. I'm telling you, there's if, if God put this in your heart to do, whether that's a promotion at your job, you know, you're going from one department to a different department. Nobody's ever jumped that before. Do it. Do it after you pray, after you have prayed to God, of course, <laughs> I'm not going to say just jump, you know, without consulting the king, but do it. If you've already got the approval, do it. Why are you hesitating? Why are we hesitating? And I just had somebody comment and it was really good. It says it's harder to be successful than staying successful. And I and I would agree with that. I think when you get to a certain level and that's where, again, God comes in the picture, because if you rely on yourself to maintain a certain level, see, it's like you it's like you using God to get to a place. And then when you and then when you get there saying, OK, God, I got it from here. No, that's not how that's not how it works. You, you don't you, we don't just you don't just <laughs> use God to get to one part of your journey and then say, you know what, I'm, I'm good here because I can guarantee you at that point it's not going to be the same. You're not going to appreciate things the same way that you you would have appreciated it had you had God in your life. You're not, it's not going to be maintained. And even then, see, what I what I also want to say for the term successful, right? I think we put it at a certain level, right? We put it here. And that when we get here, it's going to be all right. Everything's nothing's going to be the same. It's going to be we can be comfortable. But the fact of the matter is when you're walking with God and you're allowing God to, to direct your moves, he's never going to be done with you until you actually until the day you actually leave this earth. So it's going to be a constant journey, you know, and not to say that you won't be able to experience it. You know, you'll be able to experience those high moments, those high points where you actually get past the goal that you made. But God will say, all right, I've used you here now. I need to I need to pull you here. And I think when we get that mindset out of our heads that when we reach that success level, because see, cause success is not something that you reach. Success is something that you become because and, and that's something that you become. And it, and it stays that way. When you have that mentality, it's a constant. It's not just a just a end point that's marked and then it's done. No, it's a it's a lifestyle. It's a habit. And, you know, when I'm talking about careers and, and you know, taking certain business jumps and business ventures. You say you want to get to, you know, a million dollars in sales. But what if God said, yeah, that's good. That's good. I need you. I got you at your first million, but I need I'm getting I'm going to get you to five million. But it's going to take more risk than what you did to get that million. Are you going to be OK and say, you know what, God, I'm good with a million. I'm not going to take any more risk. I don't need to. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that million it don't stay there. I guarantee you because you because you didn't follow and trust God, not to say that he's going to be the reason why it's lost, but because we will potentially be be susceptible to other things in our lives. Once we get that money, 
Now it's not going to be the same. Now, instead of looking for that money to tithe and to give back and to give to charity the same way we did when we were on our rise. Now, since we plateaued and we said, OK, I've reached success, I don't need to go anywhere else. Now you're finding yourself spending money on things that, again, going back to your mindset and what you think success is, I'm going to spend it on some cars. I'm going to spend it on some something extravagant that I know I don't really need, but I just really want because that's what my defi- definition of success has always been. And I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, success is bigger than you. It's way bigger than is way bigger than your idea of it. It's way bigger than what you think it, it requires to get to it, because just like everything else in life, God is bigger. So trusting God with your idea of success is where it begins. It's that's really where it begins. And I encourage anybody, you know, to like I said, those three books, Luke, um, Matthew and John are some great books in the Bible because they really highlight from all different perspectives who Jesus was. You have three three different people telling pages upon pages upon pages just talking about Jesus. And if, if, if that's not successful, I don't know what that is. I I don't know what that would mean other than that he was the walking embodiment of success. People don't write books about people, other people because they were failures. That doesn't happen. I, I've never seen it. If you tell if you can find something that talks about that, then you let me know. But either way, trusting God with your perspective, trusting God with your idea of success is what matters. Um, because that's where it thought that's where it really generates from. Um our bodies don't operate based on stillness. Our bodies operate on our thoughts. So it starts with your thought. If you think of if you think success is is getting certain thing that it really isn't, you're going to convince yourself no matter what happens that that is exactly what I need to do to consider myself a success. And when you get there and it's not enough, you're going to try to get to the next thing and then the next thing. And then it's going to be it's going to be all these different areas that you that you, to be honest, are not even really secure yourself in knowing that those things are really successful because you've been so forced to try to hop to all these different things, not because God told you, but because you're trying to find something that only God can give you. You're trying to discover success from all these different sources, but God is the ultimate resource. You'll never be satisfied. Everything will not, everything will never be enough. And again, you're talking to somebody who, who's been on that path. I've been on that train path. It's a, it's a black hole, I'm telling you. You try to tell yourself that this is success. Well, you see people with that and they're not really happy. So you, you're thinking about something else. All right. Well, and then you get that and then it's not it's not enough. So it's like, all right, then what is it? It's it's a never ending tale. And I'm telling you, this is why we have to lean on God, because that's the center of it. It's 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 something it God is 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 always going to be there. He doesn't change. He's never changed. It's a constant. It's a constant. And so if you put trust, you're trusting God in other in in your in your health and, you know, in your in your finances and in these other things. Why can't you trust him with your idea of what you think success is to be? Because if he created you, if he molded you, why would he not know what it means for you to be successful? See, success, again, has has all these different barometers. Like I said, like there there are some that we share as humans altogether. He created us for what purposes? 
to trust him, to praise him, and then lastly, to spread his word. Right. Those are the purposes that he created us for. However, each of us has a, is created for a unique way of doing those three things. And so if he knows why he created you uniquely for which what he created you uniquely for, then why would he not be able to get you to that level? I think it, it has less to do with God and it has more to do with us. It has more to do with what we have to adjust in order to meet what he has planned for us, because his plan is the, is the best thing that he ha is the best thing for our lives. Um, so, you know, starting to wrap up some things here. Um, but again, just kind of go over it. Um, success is is trying to attain a purpose and purpose is created by who purpose is created by God. So failure um, by that is not a failure to meet a certain result. Rather, failure is a fa is a failure to believe that God's purpose is what is the best thing for your life. So if you fail, it means that you stop believing. Don't stop believing in yourself nor in God. So you need so those are the two biggest things that I want you guys to take away from this and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. You know, stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Let go and let God do what he does best. He wants to provide for you. Right. And if you want if you want to talk about God's involvement, look up Psalm 37, 4. That's a great verse to look at as well. Um, in addition to Jeremiah 29, 11. Right. Um, so today we covered, um, again, success um, in terms of pursuing career and entrepreneurial ambitions or business ideas. Um, the, th the two or three steps that we discussed is, um, for one, you have to seek God first. Seek God first. Second is see how what your idea or what your thought is uh, will benefit the kingdom of God. Three is ask why. Ask yourself why you're doing it. And then lastly, is this or is this not something that has been tapped, tapped into? Because more than likely, God wants to use you. God wants to use us in one of two ways when it comes to something being tapped into. It's either one, the way by which it is being accomplished has never been done before, or the end goal hasn't been accomplished before. One of two ways that God will use that is the method by which it's been created has never happened before. Or B, the method, or not, excuse me, not the method, the mission itself or the end goal, or the end result has never been attained before. And so those are situations. And the reason why he uses those situations is because those situations force you to trust him that much more. And, he, and that's what he wants you to do. He wants you to trust him. We have to do our part just like he's going to do his part, but we have to do our part too. Um, and so lastly, just to close out, uh, failure is not the absence of results. It's the absence of effort. Continue to put in effort, continue to believe in whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that God has called you to do. Um, and then lastly, uh, another, another, just another, uh, point again, if you guys want to write it down, jot it down. Um, it's not, it's not the purpose that made you. It's God who made you, right? Don't get so engulfed in trying to idolize this whole idea of, you know, I think we, we, we try to idolize where God has us, right? 
this idea of where God has us. Um, so we're so engulfed in trying to find where God has us that we, excuse me, forget to seek God himself. Right. We, we engulf ourselves in trying to find God in these different areas of life. You know, does he want me to be a doctor? Does he want me to be a preacher? Does he want me to be a lawyer? Does he want me to be a singer? Right. And you put so much thought into into identifying that, you know, I would say the the positional purpose as opposed to just meeting the purpose, which is, again, to praise God first and seeks and uh, and spread his word. And those are those are some things that I just wanted to talk to you guys about today. Um, again, uh, next week, um, I haven't really um, finalized uh, the second part of the Success Chronicles, but this first part is definitely um, career and uh, entrepreneurial ambitions or just business ambitions that you may have um, based. And, you know, if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to, you know, um, you know, at possibly add some tidbits um, to any other episodes moving forward, uh, please feel free to DM myself, uh, Brandon underscore merchant or the his cape, not yours page. If you type that into your search engine, it should pop up right there. The first thing uh, his cape, not yours podcast. And, you know, we look forward to having you guys as listeners. Um, I definitely appreciate, you know, anytime you guys tune in. Um, if again, feel free to reach out if you feel like something was good. You know, we can definitely uh, use that in episodes to come, you know, uh, feel free to share any testimonies that you have, um, in terms of listening to our episodes. Um, we would love to just really, again, engage with you guys. Um, my, my, per me personally, at least, uh, I know I'm definitely, um, uh, a sociable person. I definitely love to hear success stories, which is why we're talking about success chronicles, um, as I titled the uh, series. So, uh, feel free, man, feel free to drop in, you know, um, but, you know, we're going to we're going to close out in prayer same way we started. So, dearly father, uh, we ask that the message that has been delivered from you today um, be a blessing to somebody that it encourages somebody to step out their comfort zone, father, and start trusting you more than trusting in their own idea of what success means. Father, um, I pray that you uh, bring to light today uh, that business idea that has been slept on for for years. Father, uh, I pray that you bring to light. Uh, the idea for a career jump that has been sitting for years, Father. I pray that you uh, just make that, bring that to life, Father, for somebody today. Um, use use this as a testimony. Use this as a way to reach somebody, Father. I pray that this just uh, glorifies you and that it brings you uh, glory and honor. And it's all these things I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right, y'all. I appreciate it. everybody who tuned in. I uh, appreciate you. And uh, we'll be coming to you next week with some more material. This is the His Cape Not Yours podcast signing out.